0: Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. We hope this message empowers you to love life, love Jesus, love people, and dream more. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. Celebrating so much this morning, I've been in the... En- since the moment I woke up. Uh, it's special for me. Our second child, Justice, he just decided that he wants to be baptized today. And, and so he's willing to stand out and step out and be different for Jesus. And I asked him, I said, he's like, Jesus is my Lord and Savior and God got baptized and he's giving me these reasons. And, and Zach's gonna come up here in a minute and show you what he's been teaching with the kids in Kid City. And I think that there's some kids in this place that are 55-year-olds that need to learn from the same message that Kid City's been learning. And and so you'll get to learn about that just here in a minute. We have a lot packed in today, so we want you to be engaged. We want you to be free. We want you to be yourself and also believe this, that God has something unique for you. You maybe came in this place because you're here watching what you think somebody else is going to experience. And I believe that God wants you to experience something today. That God is trying to interrupt your story so much that it is not about a routine it is not about some ceremony it is about jesus christ himself interacting and engaging you right where you are just as you are he loves you he finds you in all of your mess and he sees you and he grabs you and he says come here and in those moments we get to decide will we say yes lord or will we say no but 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 i got to get clean real quick you know when you have somebody over to your house and what do you do you got to get everything ready Look, Jesus isn't like that. You try to get your house ready, you'll never be clean enough. You'll never be good enough. You'll never be free enough. And he finds you when your house is at your worst state and the house being your life. So think of all the things that you've done or thought about. Think of all the things that everyone else has done or thought about. Add all of that up, and he was the one substitute for all of sin of mankind, and he was the perfect payment. That's what we're celebrating today. It is so good, brand new. We are going to have a giving portion here in Look, money becomes a very unique topic in church. People think it's about money and and so they've seen it abused so much. Look, we look at dollars, we look at people. We want to just testify a little bit of what this last year's looked like. Being a church plant, we're one year old, just a little, we're about 14 months old, and just in this past year, we've been able to raise $239,000 and put away over 30K on top of the margin we've already created. And why is that cool? Because that means that you are generous and you need to give it up for yourself. And what do those dollars mean? I want to kind of tell you what dollars mean. It has allowed us to be into schools. It's allowed us to develop discipleship material. It's allowed us to hold a building like this. It's allowed us to have staff so that we can empower and be there close with you in the times when we want to help your life equipped for the gospel we have dreams of so much more so the margin we're dreaming about is even greater for where we're going to go forward we're going to need a lot of people vested a lot of people committed and i want you to just take off the lid today god wants to be involved in your money he wants to be involved in your money because your money is so tied to your heart it's so true It's too often tied to our heart. And where do we send our dollars? We send our dollars to the things that are most important to us. And I'll tell you what, there's nothing that I've been able to find on this planet that is more important than the good news of Jesus Christ spreading through a region and people hearing about that and learning about that. And that's what I want to be a part of. That's what I want my family to be a part of. That's what I want to lead a team to be a part of. And I'm just grateful that I get to serve as just one person on this mission. And so I wanted to invite the giving team to come up forward. There's three ways you can give. Um, Next week, uh, we're going to be beginning the Christmas offering. I just want to give some context to the Christmas offering. Last year, it was outstanding. We were able to get a drum set. How many people are happy that Ronald was jamming on this drum set? It was sweet. We were able to get a drum set, and we were also able to sponsor some families at Pattingale Middle School, because y- you might not know this stat if you drive by there in our old facility, a beautiful building, but in just sixth grade, 160 students, 60 of their parents out of 160 are incarcerated, and that is just a stat that you could look at or be static, but what about when that's actually somebody that's in front of your face? And there was nine families that were homeless last year, and we were able to support them. And this year, we're going to do something very similar. And then we were able also to give globally to a missionary in China, Jeff Bassett. This year, what we're going to be challenged to do with the Christmas offering, you can see it in your experience guide. We got a brand new experience guide. And so for the people that think, oh, I already saw that. Now we got a new one coming out every month. So you can't do that little stiff arm Heisman pose when you walk in. Like, I got that. No, you don't got it. It's a brand new one. And there's Pastor Zach in there looking all amazing, saying hi from Kid City. And we want to support in-house, like the drum set last year, we want to support Kid City. And Kid City is this, fun, safe. Always Jesus, and we wanna do a couple plays that are gonna help take that to the next level. We have some curriculum we wanna get. The curriculum is expensive, it's $2,400, but we believe that kids shouldn't be an afterthought. They should be first class, taken care of, just like we would be taken care of in here, okay? And so kids deserve that. We wanna get cameras so that we can see what's going on. Like if you could get online, you could as a parent say, oh, I don't know if I like that worker or whatever. We wanna create more safety for them, and we're gonna to add to the environment of even play squares for the bottom and just different panels to create more fun atmosphere as well, so Kid City is the main focus in-house. And then locally, what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna sponsor families again for Christmas right at Pattengill. So families that just bringing them some presents could open up a door to conversation to the ultimate present, which is Jesus. And then globally, we're going to be given to a missionary as well. So Christmas offering, get ready, gear up. The whole heartbeat of different was to think about how we could give different, live different, because I am different in this season. We are different, all right? So God's people, we respond in such a way that says, you know what? I'm excited to tie money to the Great Commission, especially in this region. This is where we live, you guys. Love the city One life at a time. Today, the ways that you can give is in your envelope. You can give, you can make a check out with a dollar, or you can add a million zeros to it. We will not be disappointed. And uh, you can add that there and put that in the offering envelope. You can... Give with a card, you can give online, citylifelancing.com, and you can also text to give if you're super savvy and you like this. You could text any amount to citylife at and then once you create an account, it will always be there. So you could create reoccurring giving, whatever makes you feel um, engaged for the gospel, and I want to just invite you in that story. Let's pray today. Jesus, I'm humbled today to be used by you to stir up your people to tie our hearts and our minds and our life and our time to your kingdom. God, I pray today that we would be compelled to give out of a generous, almost like a laughter, that we want to invest money in people and invest it through your bride here locally that you have us a part of. We thank you for what you're doing here in City Life. We thank you for all the churches in this city, this church is in the state, the nation, and the world, and we pray that you would multiply every dollar and it would be used in a way that would be holy. It would be used in a way that has vision, stretches us to dream big. It would be used in a way that finds the people that are in a stat, like 60 out of 160 homes are impacted. God, that we would show up and show your grace and we'd proclaim your good news. Use everything to advancement of your kingdom. In Jesus we pray, amen. 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 While the giving's going around, I want to prep communion real quick. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three 23 through 26, it says, let me go over with you again exactly what goes on in the Lord's Supper and why it is so centrally important. I'm reading out of the message this morning. I received my instructions from the master himself and passed them on to you you almost hear these words here today for us I receive my instructions from the master himself and pass them on to you the master Jesus on the night of his betrayal took bread having given thanks he broke it and said let's pause for a second Jesus on the night of his betrayal knowing that he is going to go be punished for sin and endure all the wrath from God I think we can gloss over that and think he wasn't man, he wasn't fully perplexed by that, but he was so impacted by this that he was praying profusely to a point where he was, it says, Scripture talks about that he was sweating drops of blood, that's the type of agony. And he said, God, if there's any other way, come on, do it. But he says, not my will, but yours be done. And you know why he did that? He did that to make you and me right with God again, so that we could walk with God. Maybe you haven't felt good enough that you could walk with God. That's the invitation for every person when Jesus shows up on the scene, to walk with God. This is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance. Remember me. After supper, he did the same thing with the cup. The cup is my blood and my new covenant with you. Each time you drink this cup, remember me. What you must solemnly realize is that every time you eat this bread and every time you drink this cup, you reenact your words and actions, the death of the master. You will be drawn back to this meal again and again until the master returns. You must never let the familiarity breed contempt. God is inviting us today as we are going to take communion to remember what he did not, please, don't look at this as some ceremony or ritual. I know that can happen so quick. Maybe you went to a service, they dip some bread, they throw it in your face, you take you on away, they throw something on your head, and that's, you know, that's beautiful, right? But it's not beautiful if you don't understand what's taking place. And so today, I pray that we would understand that it's Jesus that came and it was his body that was broken. It was his blood that was shed for me and you to be made right with God. And in a small symbolic way, when we take a little wafer or we have a little cup of juice, we remember and we celebrate who he is. That's what communion is. So every time we have a meal, we can take communion. Every time we're hanging out together, we can take communion. And that's what communion is. So team, if you guys would pass out um, the communion, if we have that, it'd be sweet. Yeah, just pass that all around as we're going here. Mm. Just pass away, just get this party started Let's do it Just pass as fast as we can, look at this And in the meantime I have some words I might serve Like hors d'oeuvres to your face Yes, I'm here on the place On the stage Yes, you didn't know what I was doing I was Spitting words about to ruin What you're used to the image and style. You remember that, anybody? Yo, I'm in it for a while. Uh, that's right. Double D's in the back. That's my boy. We break it down. I'm here. Are you there? You don't have to rap to be accepted. In fact, sometimes rap made me rejected. But I knew about the one who said, you can be accepted. It was Jesus Christ. He was like, I don't care if you're wearing Stetson. Somebody wearing Stetson in this place? Don't tell anybody that. That won't be that good. You don't want to say that. You want to say, I didn't get it from that store in the hood. I got it from the other place like Macy's. So everybody thought I was smelling good. Uh, Don't blame me. I like Laffy Taffy's. I like Sour Patch Kids. I'm about to do a detox because I've been eating so much of it. It's been crazy in this season. Pizza, give me gummy bears, give me anything. I'm prepared for lyrical warfare because I know the King of Kings and he's the one and only. That's my boy Rob G's on the back. He's always knowing about the Holy Holies and the ceremony. So... I grew up on macaroni and fish sticks. I didn't eat one thing outside of it until I was like 23, get it, believe it. I didn't do anything. Just ate bagel bites and pizza rolls every night. So, (laughs) yes, I don't know. Look, we didn't have, we thought they'd be passed out a little quicker. So that was my interlude. Today's awesome. Has everyone got communion? Are we still passing those around? It's great. Okay, this is a, it's kind of a uh, dual part new technology that the wafers on the top and it's this little film of plastic that you can take off the wafer once you get it. Yes, passing that around. Welcome this morning. We love the kids. Oh. There you go. All right. You can bust out the wafer once you get it. And this represents Jesus' body, and we partake as we remember his body. Let's partake. this cup representing his blood that was shed for us let us drink for some of those that are just getting it you could just jump right along with that same sequence god we remember you and your complete sacrifice as we share in that today we remember your death and we remember the new life thank you god for your grace your freedom and your mercy in this place. In Jesus we pray. Amen. 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 We're going to I'm going to have um, the the children that are going to be dedicated. I want to invite them to the stage and then also have the Team Marissa, if you could get them to get the sheets and do this go start handing out the sheets. You're gonna get a special sheet today that I want you to deeply consider, and then by the end of service, you can decide what you're gonna do with it, okay? So you'll get a sheet, and we are going to invite all the children that are gonna be dedicated for child dedication, and we're gonna charge the parents and we're gonna have a time where we pray. Come on, give it up for the kids that are coming. Give it up for the families that are coming. Yes. This is awesome. It's awesome. Just make your way right around the front. We're going to get a team to pray with you guys. Come on in. Come up like a big family. Zach will lead you. Zach will guide you. Right along these steps is a place where we are going to talk about what it means for child dedication because I think there's some misconceptions that are too easily thought about. Oh, this is amazing. This is amazing. I'm so grateful for these moments. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I'm going to um I'm going to come down so you guys can see me. I'm going to talk about We're going to hang out from this way. Okay, check this out. That way everyone can look at you instead of you guys turning around and everyone seeing um, the backside of you. Child dedication is simply this. It is where we ask for God's blessing upon what he values so dearly. Scripture teaches us that God knew us before we even entered our mother's womb. So every single child God has known before they were even here. Isn't that relieving that God knows your kids? It's a blessing. And it says that scripture teaches us that it's like having a a quiver is full, it's having multiple arrows, it's a blessing. Now Hannah, she prayed that God would give her a child. God gave her Samuel and she dedicated him to the Lord. That's what you're doing. You prayed in some way, shape or form, or maybe you just stumbled across this process of raising a child, but now you're saying, I wanna dedicate to you. That's the posture of all of us in this place. But I would be remiss to not say this. You guys, child dedication doesn't mean salvation. What it means is we're asking for God's grace upon the children, that they will come to repentance and know that Jesus is good but it's also a charge in Deuteronomy and in Proverbs we learn to raise our children up in the ways of God. And so for every parent or every person that is raising a child, I want you to hear the call of Jesus saying this, will you do it in a way that's God honoring and God fearing, in a way that respects who he is and his kingdom and his beauty? Will you feel the deep humility that is required that you're not just answering to how your parents think you're parenting, you're answering to how God thinks you're parenting. It's pretty deep, it's pretty humbling. It's even convicting and too challenging at times, but what it does though is it gives us a proper perspective to remember who's really in charge. And so we need grace ourselves to raise our children up in a way that would model what God wants us to do. And so as we, as a family here, we all join together to pray for the kids, but we're also praying and charging the parents. And so we have some people that have came up on stage and we're just gonna go around and we're gonna pray for the families. And if you guys, maybe if you feel like this, I think it's like the force, it's like the Holy Spirit force. If you just lay your hand like this and just kind of point towards them and just if you would do that with me and just pray that we would believe that God would do something great through these families. God, we ask for your mercy upon the families. God, we ask for the mercy upon the children. God, we dedicate the children and we charge the parents today that the gospel would be full, would be rich in their household, that it'd be filled with peace, God, there would be health and protection. God, there would be power and boldness and soundness all the days of their life. God, that the gospel would be their life song. It would not be something that just happens on Sunday, but it happens every day. God, that there would be beauty and grace and power that they will be used to love the city, one life at a time, all across the world. That each person in each way, each individual, that it would take not just families here, but it would take a village to raise them in a way that is so powerful. Jesus, have your way. God, we thank you that you make all things new. You make things whole. You make things complete. God, we thank you that you are powerful and mighty. God, we thank you that you're aligning and divinely assigning, God, callings today between all these families. God, you're aligning all these families. God, that you're doing a remarkable time today. God, kingdom is here. Heaven is here. Jesus, let your mercy be here. God, we ask for your grace to flood like a wave. Jesus, to rush in. When there's times of confusion, that they would feel you knocking and your voice would be loud in the midst of chaos, that they would live differently. We thank you for these families. God, we ask for your blessing, your hand of protection, all the days of their lives, that you will let your light, your mercy, and your love radiate through each individual here. As we bless, as we rejoice, and we celebrate how good it is let the kids come to us. Let them come to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Come on. Give it up for him. Come on. I know Tiger Woods is back, but no golf clap. Come on. All right. You guys may be seated. Okay. Yeah. Had all the sheets been handed out and just continue to pass those out. I'm going to turn it over to Zach, and we're about to get ready for some grand finale baptism time.
1: Oh, you heard him. He said
0: grand finale.
1: Come on, guys. Give it up one more time for child dedication. Yes, I get especially charged up when we're talking about children. I think um, it's, it's the most hidden parts of the body sometimes that can be the most important. So you would come on a Sunday morning, and you would spend your time in this auditorium, and your kids go off into... I mean, who knows where, some of you guys are just like, see ya, catch you later, about an hour, you know, and so I get to hang out with these kids, and it's been such a privilege for me over the last, you know, uh, 14, 15 months or so of us being at City Life to invest in the next generation, to invest in the future, Um, so I just want to talk really quick about what we've been doing the last four weeks in Kid City, it's been so important for us to explain with detail, not too much detail, but to explain the value of baptism. What is it? And is it important for a kid to know? And the answer for me, obviously, is absolutely. And so we've been watching this video. It's about two minutes long. I want you to enjoy this video and just think like a kid.
2: Would a kid enjoy this? Yes. So you should too. It's awesome. Check it out. What exactly is baptism? Well, first let's talk about what baptism is not. Baptism isn't the same thing as being born again. It's not a way to get to heaven and it doesn't make God love you any more than he already does. Baptism is simply a way to let everyone know that you've been born again and you've chosen to follow Jesus. It's pretty simple, too. You'll get in some water and a pastor will say a few things, then they'll dip you under and bring you right back up. That's all there is to it. Now, you might be thinking, I would love to tell everyone that I follow Jesus, but Why do I go underwater? Wouldn't it be easier to tell people with like a megaphone or a giant tattoo on my face? Well, the water is really just a symbol of what happens when we're born again. Going under the water represents our old life being washed away. Coming up out of the water shows that we are starting a new life with Jesus. We do it this way because it's the way Jesus did it. The Bible tells us in Matthew 3.13 how Jesus himself was baptized just like this when he was here on the earth. And since we want to follow Jesus in everything we do, being baptized is an important step to take after we make Jesus our Lord. Think of it like a jersey. When someone is on a sports team, they wear a jersey so that everyone can see which team they're on. When we're born again, we become a part of God's team, but we shouldn't just stop there. Being baptized is like putting on the jersey so everyone can see that we love Jesus and we've chosen to follow him. So if you've been born again and you haven't been baptized yet, what are you waiting for? It's time to put on your jersey and show everyone whose team you're on.
0: Baptism. Isn't that cool the kids have been watching that? I love that. There's been 17 kids that have signed up. Uh, My son just told me, he's he's like, my stomach is feeling so bad. He's like, I don't know if I can go today. I was like, dude, it's fine, man. Just hang out with Michael. Dude, Michael's got like the super kid anointing. If you get to hang out with Michael Bishop for a minute. Super kid anointing. I want to read out of Mark real quick. And it says this, John appeared in verse 4, Mark 1, baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. So if I'm out in the middle of nowhere and I'm saying, hey, I'm going to baptize people, but they got to repent and forgiveness of sins, what do you think? People are going to respond? The culture today might, eh, eh, we're not sinners, eh. The ancient world understood something so deeply and it's we understand it too. We're all looking to how do we live forever. We have an issue and we have brokenness inside of us and sin needs to be dealt with. And it says this, Verse 5, And all of the country of Judea and all of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed in camel's hairs and wore a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. John the Baptist was a wild man. He was the hippie of hippies. No one wanted to hang out with him. He was a little awkward. And I'll tell you what, do we have someone in the house today that is okay with being a little awkward, being a little different, doesn't matter what you have to wear, what people think about you, you're going to stand out and be diff, live diff. John the Baptist was, John the Baptist was, and he could have thought, like, he's got big crowds. He could have thought, I'm the man, I got this power, and here's how he responds, And he preached saying this, "'After me comes he who is mightier than I, "'the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy "'to stoop down and untie. "'I have baptized you with water, "'but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit.'" And then Jesus shows up on the scene in verse 11, and he gets baptized. A voice came down from heaven, you are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased. Jesus goes in the wilderness, he's tempted by Satan, angels minister to him, and then he begins prolific ministry, because his baptism was different than John's. His baptism was a confirmation of his authority and to identify with God's plan and his plan with people to unite. Jesus did not get baptized because he was a sinner. He got baptized in the power of the Holy Spirit so you and I could have access with that Holy Spirit as well. And here's what happens. Jesus begins his ministry and he's walking and he says this, the time is fulfilled, the kingdom of God is at hand. This morning, I want us to hear this. The time is fulfilled, the kingdom of God is at hand today. Today. So the show is here, the kingdom of God is the greatest show ever. So someone's inviting you to something, we're inviting you to the kingdom of God today. It's at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And in order to repent, here's the thing today. We have to say, do I have sin? Do I have an issue? And the answer for all of us is yes, we're all in the same boat. We'll never make our house clean enough. And Jesus, to restore God's plan with all of humanity, this is what's so beautiful, guys. Don't miss this. He goes and he passes along the Sea of Galilee. He saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. So they're in their occupation. They do this every single day. So how many people, uh, you know, really like their job? Just kidding, don't raise your hand because your boss might be here. But if you were asked to leave your profession in a second... Some of you might go do that, but what if it was to lose your job and to just go follow somebody that isn't promising anything? Here's how they responded. Jesus said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. Why? Why would they immediately leave their nets and follow him? It's because he really was worth it. Why would you get baptized today? It's because he really is worth it. To identify with him. To wear his jersey, if you will. To say that I'm dead to my old life and I'm alive in Christ. And here's the beauty of it. It's not some exhaustive thing that has to get you to measure up on a daily basis or how many chores you have to do to stay in the house or how you gotta be right. Here was the plan. Jesus says, I want you to walk with me. I want you to walk with God by the power of the Holy Spirit, by my power. And here's the key. It will never be based upon anything you do and you get to walk with me. Think of that, that's the invitation this morning, to walk with God. That's God's whole design, from bookend to bookend, from Genesis to Revelation, that God wants to walk with his people. And because we turned our back on God, he sent Jesus so that we could be made right to walk with God. Wow, we all long to belong. We get to walk with God. So how that's like a modern day miracle When the disciples are now showing up with God in the flesh, Jesus, they're walking with him. It goes all the way back to Genesis. And then one day we will get to walk with God forever. All right. So I want to know today, uh, we got people signed up for baptism. If you, if you're, if you signed up to get baptized, you can just, this is a time where you could stand up. You're going to go get changed and, uh, and just boom, you can give it up for these people. That's right. That's right. But there's also another crowd here that says, I want to get baptized, but I don't have a change of clothes. Don't worry, we have a change of clothes, yes! <laughs> and uh, and then there's so somebody like, oh, you have a change of clothes, but you don't have a towel. Don't worry, we have a towel. <laughs> oh, I'll put it off till next week. Hey, you guys, immediately they left their boats. They left their profession because they saw that he was worth it. Baptism and belief seem to always be Instant always seemed to be instant. It was a response really quick. And so I, today, I hope that you don't miss what God has for you. He wants you to respond really quick, really quick. So as they're getting ready, we're gonna continue to talk and think about what God wants to do. And then we're gonna celebrate radical, radically so engaged that we're celebrating, that we never forget what this moment's like. What was your moment like when you got baptized? Does it mean something to you? Do you ever just go back and look at those moments? For me, it was September 22nd, 2002. I remember showing up at Mount Hope Church and I remember it being this deep moment that I'm gonna get baptized. I mean, I thought it was super spiritual. The Holy Spirit's gonna come, crazy stuff's gonna happen. And for me, not all those things happened, but it was a deep, significant moment. In fact, I still remember what the sermon was. That John Elif was preaching, he says, the Holy Spirit's kind of like a power outlet. Why do we believe that sometimes he's not going to show up? All we got to do is plug in because he's there all the time. That's how much it meant to me. I remember the exact moments because I wanted to live my life so differently because I saw that he was worth so much more than my party and than my lifestyle. God is worth so much more. No matter where you're at, no matter what background, no matter what age, he's that beautiful. And as we reflect, I hope that happens in these moments in these brand new service, that it's not just us watching about what's going on through them, that we're stopping and we're pausing. Wow. Thank you, God, for what you've done in me. That we can testify, that we can thank the Lord. Thank you, God, what you've done in me. That we would never forget what it's like to be accepted by the Lord. There's an individual, his name's Von Miller, and he played for the Denver Broncos last year when they won the Super Bowl, and he still plays for the Broncos. And Von Miller, I heard that he sent a bottle of wine to every single player that's in the AFC. And I was thinking, well, if you sent them wine, they won the Super Bowl last year, he must have been getting ready to mock everyone and laugh and say, hey, enjoy some wine while you watched us win last year. It's been fun beating all your butts. That's what I figured he was gonna say. But he wrote them all a letter, and here's what it said. It's an honor and a privilege to take the field and compete with you twice a year. We are so fortunate to have this opportunity to fulfill our childhood dreams of playing in the NFL. The blood, sweat, aches, and pains and the endless hours spent watching film are a testament to the love and dedication we have for this game. So take a moment, reflect on all your successes and enjoy your accomplishment. Appreciate those who have helped you get this far and start working towards your next childhood dream. Thank you for helping to make our game great. Doesn't that sound so perfect for us today? That we could stop, that we could think about all the successes, we could think about everything that Jesus has allowed us to enjoy and we could think of the greatest game on this whole planet which is what he's doing through his local church. And what that means that God is with us, Emmanuel in this season, in Christmas, that God is here, right here in this place with you and me. And that God is in your car when you're confused and you're struggling and you don't know how you're gonna pay your bills, that God is with you in those particular moments. That God is with you when you're so confused, so broken, so mad because all of your friends have let you down and you feel like no one understands you, that God is with you. God is with you on your job when you're trying to either get power or attention or affirmation and you're struggling with insecurity or you feel like you're belittled and the man's got the thumb down and putting you down constantly or you're not living the dream that God's created you for and it's painful, God is with you in those moments, and as we stop and we say, wow, the greatest thing that we've ever got to be a part of is this. This will be the thing that lasts forever. It's us, together, forever. And so when you got that sheet at the end of service, like each one of those sheets, if you see that sheet, this is the call for each one of us to say, will we live as a Rambo Christian by ourselves, Lone Ranger, or will we live together with people and get rooted? So, I, uh, I want to welcome, um, welcome this baptism experience and get this party started. Come on, get over, for Zach. Uh, let's get him in. Jay, are we, we got people ready? Are we good? Okay. All right. You guys, during this time, the one action item for you is I genuinely want you to look at the sheet and think of which root group you could be in. And we're going to challenge at the end of service as we celebrate them, as we reflect to how this impacts us, but we're going to get ready to baptize in the name of God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And Kids Pastor Zach is going to be holding it down for the day, and we're going to celebrate and go crazy here, okay? All right, we'll close with this passage right here. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Hallelujah. And it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ, get this, reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Let's pray. God, we thank you for new life. And we thank you that you have reconciled us to you, that we can be close with you. And God, we thank you that you've allowed us to share in ministering to others to make them close with you. God, make us close with each other. Give us a deep love and affection that we would long to love because we're loved. I pray today that people would feel peace in their lives that health can, reports that have came and caused bits of doubt and confusion in the household, I pray that you would show up and you would show off. God, I pray that you would unwind and reset and renew in a way that we would look and say, only you, God. We thank you for being brand new we thank you that you are different you are the great i am therefore i am different because of the great i am we love you we surrender to you and we celebrate now eating a bunch of cake because you are great in jesus name amen
1: thanks for listening to the city life lansing podcast loving you and loving the city one life at a time for more information, messages, and to partner financially, go to citylifelancing.com. You belong here.